<laughs> Next thing I know, I'm jumping out a shorty window in front of a bus stop full of people, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all should do a podcast for real. Yo, but like, what would we call the podcast, though? Boy, I don't even know, but it got to be something that represents us. Look, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. All right, man. We back again. We back again. Another one. Another one. What's going on? What's going on? It's the boys from the So Here's the Thing podcast. How y'all doing today, my brothers? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, we straight, man. How you? I'm good. Uh, for the people at home, you probably realize the setup a little different. We probably got we got a new person here today. We have my homegirl Nisha from the Sippin' Factuals situation. How you doing, Nisha? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for coming up. Or thank you for appearing here. here. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. You know. See how you feel about that. We, to- <laughs> we talk about a lot of different things on the podcast. We've covered relationships, marriage, uh, friendships, all of that. But, you know, one of the things that we've definitely heard a lot is that we should definitely get a female voice in uh, some of the stuff we talk about. So, we kind of going to touch on a little bit of all those points that we already discussed. But, you know, get the get the female point of view on this. How you feel about that? I'm going to be very raw because I'm a rep for females. You know, God's get on my nerve anyway. So, I'm going to talk my shit for us, honestly. All right, cool. There so, here's my it. thing. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I've really been thinking about a lot, uh, especially during, like after all this COVID stuff is starting to slow down here in New York, but you know, we don't know how long that's gonna last, uh, is how people are handling dating during 2020. Like how this is going. So uh, I guess my first question is, and, and for, disclaimer for the rest of this podcast, I need y'all to answer like y'all not in relationships. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me say this now. <laughs> we are answering <laughs> like we're not in relationships. That's the rule. <laughs> All right. So I just want to know. I'm going to start with this question. I'm going to put this out there to the group. Um, are you even open to dating or like trying to get to know somebody during this year? Like with all the shit going on and the political news, social activism, health, dealing with the pandemic, like is, is dating even a top priority to you? Oh, you me. start with you, Nisha. Um, I'm open to dating, but I feel like at the same time, it's not even just about the year. I think for me personally, I never really took the time to really date, so I was just having fun. Like, I was, listen, I'm having fun, you know, you meeting different people, noticing different things, since the situation, so I think, like, dating is cool, but it just depends on who you trying to settle, you know, who you trying to date, you feel me? Cause a lot of people they like oh it's the pandemic oh we just having fun oh we just popping up you got niggas from the past popping up like you got new people that's trying to get in and like all right who i'm trying to choose am i bored am i really trying to see what's up with you like i don't know so listen i'm a little confused i was having fun i'm just put out like that <laughs> so you saying when a nigga from the past slide back in you you often had to think of if you was gonna let this happen it depends on where we left off at you feel me? Because if it was not nothing really big and I was just like, I was just kind of tired of you, 
it's like, all right, let's see what you come with now. Hopefully, you came back in a different, you know, type time. Like, if you're gonna spin the block, spin the block and come back with something different. What if, what if y'all broke up on some shit where it was a bad note, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. But then he hit you with the, yo, I realize how I hurt you because I had this time to think. And then he tried to spit the game at you. You gonna give her a shot? No. I'm, I actually had some of this in the middle of doing that right now. And it's crazy because I broke up with the mean speak in a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're coming back, but you're in a relationship now. So you confessing your love to me while you're going home to that same person. It doesn't work like that. Oh, yeah, you fucked that up. Games. No, you gotta shoot games. her first. What? You gotta shoot her first. <laughs> oh damn, that's aggressive. And then come back <laughs> on a different side. Like, show me it's real. Like, cause think about it. That's so just like kill you gotta kill her first. And there's no disrespect to her, cause I'm still a woman at the end of the day. But that's real. Like, that's just like you going to bed with somebody and then they fucking with somebody else. But they telling the other person they love you, but they come home to sleep with you. They ain't gotta How die. does that work? They ain't gotta die though. Are you really gonna say, all right, it's over? No. So shoot her. Show me it's real. Kill her. Spin the block, but come back different. Let me pose the question to y'all and with 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 everything going on, like I just asked her, in in the event y'all was single, do y'all think that y'all would be able to be like how would do y'all think y'all would even be wanting to be dating during this time? Dre, I'm starting with you. Alright, nah, me personally, nah. Cause again, you know what I'm saying, this year, especially only speaking for me. This year made me sit down and kind of like just get myself together, get my shit right. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that I set myself up right for the future. So with that being said, with everything that's going on, I know that number one, my mental ain't right right now. And then number two, I just don't feel like I would have that time to dedicate to another person. You know what I'm saying? And be able to support their needs and, and, and things of like that sort. It's just specifically this year, I don't think it's the right time for me personally. Stays. I mean, right now, bro, I probably would because it's mad little, like, cute shit I know I could get off that I can't get off with a current situation. Like, little cute shit that'd be acceptable for a first date type shit. So I'd probably be, like, open to it. But it's hard because, like, even now, like, walking down the street, everybody got on masks. So your body look alright, but I don't really know what your face look like. It's like, now it's just like, alright, now you forcing me to be faithful. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Again, we, we answering as if we were we were single, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that, this is the type of climate to make you just go, whatever, man. If I see something that I could see it for real, then I fuck with it. But now it's just hard. Like for me, as you know, someone who is like trying to date during this time, I'm be honest. I don't even know how I feel. If I'm being honest. Like I'm 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 dating, but it's like I don't like nothing never go right. Shit just should be cool for a short time, and then it be and then it just be weird after that. And what I, one thing I did learn during this time is like, even when you start to talk to somebody, like this shit showed me that first impressions for real are everything. Because I've talked to somebody and then like we double back and talk later, and then it's like the whole impression that that person had of me was completely different than who I really am, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. like where the hell you get that from? But you know, in this time, like everybody's acting a little off or a little different or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, like nobody's in their element, nobody in their comfort zone with all of the shit going on. Right. Yeah, I don't know. This the year is weird, but in that vein. I'm going to bring it back to you, Nisha. I'm going to ask you this question. As someone who is... You single, right? I am. 
All right. All right. As someone who is hey. single. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, don't do Dre, that. <laughs> Dre, don't do that. <laughs> As someone who is single, and I'm assuming is, you know, like you said, you out here having fun. Do you feel like you being single at this point in time is more beneficial for you or beneficial for all these niggas out here? It's beneficial for me Because me being single You learn yourself when you're single So it's like you learn different things about you That you didn't really realize when you were In a relationship or talk, And they make you realize Even with the relationships that you're not in What went wrong in the relationships Like what was good, what was bad What is something you need to work on And I feel like that works for me Because I can stay focused I started my podcast during this time So it's like it gave me Time to really work on me and grow with me. And self love and self care is so important to me. Like health, all that is important. So it gives me time to figure me out before I can even entertain you for real, for real. Because the relationship is like it's not a job, but I don't have time to. If I'm trying to heal myself, I'm not trying to heal you. You have to heal yourself. So when we come together, we both healed and working on something. I'm not babying nobody. I'm not taking care of nobody. None of that. I can love you and support you, but it's how you come. In. So let me worry about me and do me first before I, you know, fuck with you. Yo, and this worrying about you, my fault too. Nah, do you think, huh? And this worrying about you situation, would you let a nigga <laughs> kill on the first day? No. I don't let no nigga kill on the first day. Like you gotta work for that. So yeah. you, you opposed it ain't to that like all that. around? Now I'm not gonna come what at people who do that. Right? I don't care how good the vibe is. Like mm. I have to, and I think that's the thing. Like niggas feel like because they want to kill, you have to. Like no, Talk chill out. I gotta let you. You feel me? So people that do it, I'm not. I'm not against it. Whatever. We grown, but I never found nobody that was worthy. I don't care how good you look, how what you talking, what your money looking like. Nope. Mm. You gotta be worth it. Yo, Sorry. would you take a girl serious if you kill on the first day? Absolutely. What I don't I don't think that that's something to judge somebody on. Yeah, me neither. I don't think like the vibe just could have been right. Sometimes the stars align, and if the stars align to put you in a situation, because as much as put like this, what I don't like is when a girl go, I don't do this. I don't never do that. Shit make me go. You lying. Like don't tell me you don't do this. Because when you tell me you don't do this, that sound like I did this last week. Yeah. Like. Yo, it's, shout out to all the girls still getting off. I don't do I don't usually do this, but <laughs> you still getting that line off. Shout out to you. Them niggas is dumb if they fall off. <laughs> I'm not I'm not with that. Like if you like I said, sometimes the stars align. Sometimes you chill with somebody and it really is a vibe and you like it's they sound cliche, but you feel like, yo, I really felt like I knew this person forever. Like we just connected on that level. And it set up to where like the situation was right, we could link, we could do whatever, and then we just ended up fucking that night. I'm not gonna look at her weird because of that. Mm. I'm not gonna change that. Now, again, that's all depends on what the whole facts brought back before we went out. Mm -hmm. Because if I found out you fucked my means before the first date. Yo, when do you send out the whole facts report? With a request for it Do you send it out Before the first date Or do you send it out When you like No 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 right, You I send it out Before the first date you, oh, okay. Cause you gotta you know, know How, how to the first date Yeah <laughs> the first date Yeah Depending on What the whole facts say Is gonna really depend on What this first date is And how much effort I put into it Alright I'm also, gonna ask she, okay. could, she could be beyond Her whole facts though 
Yeah, what is she in that transitioning period? You know what I'm saying? All that is in the past. I'm not saying that she can't be. What I'm saying is you gonna have to show me you not that no more. And it depends if my friends is on your whole facts accident list. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, wait, wait, hold on. Can I say something? Okay, I can understand the friend thing, but you talking about like the whole facts, but niggas have whole facts. So just about the actions. Do you send out a whole facts as a female? Like what? Like. Okay, so this is how I feel. Like I don't care what you did before you started. You get what I'm saying? Fuck with me. As long you can be honest about it, whatever it is, what it is. Because now I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me. So I'm giving you a chance to prove yourself as a person. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the whole thing where females. I mean, oh, she was this. Y'all be getting off and fucking mad females. I'm not understanding what's going on. Wrong there, my my. Again, my biggest problem is if my man's. Oh, now that's different. If your man said that's that's different. Listen, listen, listen. If my man's reported an accident and it come up on Hovax, (laughs) I gotta address this. Yo, let me ask you, right? Mm. So it's clear that females subtly sent out the Hovax, right? Mm -hmm. Why is it that some many females Mm -hmm. ignore the reports that come back on the Hovax and test that shit out anyway? I think as females, you, cause like I said, you want to test the waters for yourself. You feel me? Uh, like you don't know for sure. Now that's just like somebody could sit there and say, "Oh, she a hoe," right? That's your man telling you that. But how you know if she really a hoe? So you saying men should just ignore the whole facts altogether? I'm not saying that, but you you don't know somebody. You feel me? And you can't go somebody because people lie to it. Niggas lie on their dick. No, but it's stuff too. Like that's be let's be real. Niggas do. What I'm gonna say is this. And this may sound cliche to a lot of my niggas. This is probably gonna be the first time y'all heard me say this. If one nigga told me she a hoe, I'ma be skeptical, but I ain't gonna just assume she a hoe. When I get like the second nigga at that point, I'm 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 believing them niggas. <laughs> I don't I look if I just get one, I'm cool. I believe niggas after two niggas. <laughs> what about what about the credibility of those? Who would send a whole fax for you? I just want to know. Um, <laughs> Net. I feel like. Well, yeah, she definitely does. All right, so her whole she facts. That. So boom, you mm-hmm. go out with Stiz, right? I'm Stiz. So okay. you go out with me, right? And you told <laughs> Net, yo, put a whole fax report out on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the words. Well, you probably mm-hmm. like, bitch, hit your fake account and see if he really single, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, by the way. But <laughs> right. So you yeah. go, bitch. Look and see if this nigga's single mm-hmm. And if she come back Yo it looks mm-hmm. Like there's somebody else But it's not, I'm not sure mm-hmm. How do you approach that situation? Um, I'm gonna ask you Cause in the beginning I feel like so those I are questions lie. you ask In the <laughs> beginning I feel like those are questions I ask in the beginning Like do you have a girlfriend Do you talk? Cause I actually ran into a situation like that When somebody approached me They was talking to me I'm like oh do you talk to somebody They like talk now we had a stage where talking coming I mean, just oh like you talking to somebody. They was in a whole relationship. He's on my I said we was talking. That's two different things. Sometimes talking like talking cool, is like, okay. No. But a relationship, like what, that's your girlfriend. What, let me ask you to this. Him, was he in that relationship? Were. Or was she in the relationship? He was because then later on down the line, I just it just came to me. I said, let me ask him again. I said, so it's a relationship. But I said after we fucked. So I was like, is it a relationship or y'all actually together? Or oh, y'all just talking? He was like, a relationship. I said, see, you see, fucked but up. that's because he fucked already. So yeah, now, so now mm-hmm. he could be vulnerable. Listen, just be, uh, listen. <laughs> my thing is, <laughs> my thing is, but even after that, he hitting the I love you, dropping by my house Damn, at this different times. Yes. This nigga, wow. Yo, where you find these niggas at, bro? Listen. What you did? 
Listen. She put the wop on. <laughs> Listen, I just and I'm, I'm the type of person. I'm gonna be very, very serious and very upfront with people. Don't tell me you love me because it's lust. Don't do that because I'm hurt your feelings and not on purpose. But we know what it is. Come on now. Well, Dre, you sent out a whole fax on something and had to and had to renege on it. I never asked for the whole fax. I because you know we meant to tell you like. <laughs> We we different niggas. He a different nigga altogether. We grew up in the mountains. <laughs> so this shit. This whole the reason shit why different. I don't ask for the whole facts is because exactly what y'all talking about. Y'all gonna start questioning everything. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna be skeptical. Y'all about like, y'all don't really know if she a hoe or not. I don't really got video evidence to really prove to prove this and all of that. Bottom line, I'm kind of with you. Like if I'm dating you. It's kind of like a start over Like none of, none of Anything that happened in the past It no longer matters anymore Because Again we getting to know each other We building together You know what I'm saying This is our journey Like None of that shit matters So that's why I don't ask for whole facts Because you're gonna get yourself upset Before you go out on the first date You're already gonna feel some type of resentment Or something like that Like you're not really gonna be into it So that That's just me though Like I said I'm different from these niggas Here's what I'm gonna say Here's what I'm gonna say Cause it ain't really asking See that's the thing Where we, we get confused with this Putting out the whole facts for At least for niggas like us It ain't Yo what you know about shorty Yo I, I heard it. It's simply Making niggas in your circle Aware Like yo I fuck with shorty This is who it is And you just wait to see If anybody go Yo I heard about her Cause if you let your niggas know Like yo This is who I'm fucking with And they say nothing Whole facts is clear to me Because at that mean you ain't fuck with nothing in my immediate circle or nothing in my immediate attention that I need to know about. That's really all it be though. That's really That's all it shit. is. Like we don't okay. be like, oh, who she fucked with in the past. Cause I don't, I don't give up. You, you could have fucked, fucked with your ex last night. When you start fucking with me, you start fucking with me. So I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. My problem comes where, like I said, I put your name out there to my people, and then they go. Oh, I heard that nigga Buddha hit. They go, ooh, hold on. Then you gotta figure out, cause now I know this nigga. So now it's like, so when was they fucking? When the last time they fucked? They still fucking with each other? Like these are things you need to know. And again, I'm not gonna not fuck with you because of those things. It's just gonna dictate how I fuck with you. But we got we got sidetracked in this whole facts conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kind of get back into uh, the theme of things. Um, so all right, so all right, boom. We talking about dating. So let me ask you. I'm gonna start with you, Nisha. How do you feel about dating outside your race? Um, I'm not going to honestly. As is being honest, like you see the you know the fine white guys. Sorry. Um, so JP ain't got a shot. Sorry. What you say? Sorry. Like I don't. He not white. He just never went outside. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I think of it, like I see. You see the white guys like Thor and them, and you know you're like, oh, they fine, whatever. They got a name. You feel me? But uh. <laughs> I don't know. JPQ, he fine, but you know that's just different. <laughs> yeah, different yeah. type of. You know, I don't know. It's just a different type of Tennessee. Yeah, JP. Oh, he used to them big body Benzes. He know. I just, I just never. What? JP, no. But now, but so you have you ever dated outside your race? I talked to an Arabic before, 
Hey, how they I smell? Was heavy, heavy. Uh, what? Was like, <laughs> like I had a thing for like Arabic men. At one point, like the ones you know that work in the corner store. You know the ones that's you was fucking with the fucking with the ock. It's very urban. <laughs> I used to get sandwiches and everything for free. Like, yes. Now was that your plug or was you really no, like, trying like, to I fuck really with him? No, like I really fucked with him. Like I really fucked with him. Nah, he I'm was cute. Cool. Nah, I mean they cool, but I don't know about dating his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, like it was very cool. Like it was a gentleman, very cool, and he was a plug at the same time. But I wasn't fucking with him the same. Like it was just, he was just really, really cool. Always looked out. Like it was, I liked it. He was different. All right, so going forward, would you date outside your race again? No. Well, I don't know. You know what? I'm not gonna say no. I love my black men, honestly. But I don't know. Whoever God has for me, I'm just like that. You'll right. be surprised. Stairs, bringing it over to you. Have you dated outside your race before? Not dated. Like, I never had a full relationship with anybody outside of my race. But let's not talk about full. We're talking about dating. It ain't got to be a full relationship. Well, then, yeah. I dated. Remember, that was a day I had. (laughs) 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 Edit point. (laughs) Yeah, edit that. But, um, no, I've dated. I've dated outside of my race. And it's, it's pretty cool. You get to see, like, a lot of different cultures. I learned a lot about different like practices that certain people have. Remember I asked y'all about being hidden to the family members? Yeah. It was one of those situations where it's like she couldn't fuck with me because of my religion or some wild shit. Like it's stuff like that that you just get to see because you hear about all these things all mm-hmm. the time. And like seeing it is just different. What about you, Dre? You ever dated outside your race? And would you if you haven't? Yeah, I dated a um a Russian before. I knew you dated a white girl. I knew I just wanted you to say it. I knew she was white, but yeah, go ahead. I knew it too, son. Yeah, nah, I did it. Uh and I would do it again. And it's, it's just based off of what he said, like it's an opportunity for you to like to learn off of each other, learn a different culture. Um especially in, in this day and age, like I could see like, you know, a white woman dating a black man with what's going on. That's an opportunity. You know, they got that bond or whatever, but that's an opportunity for him to then explain, like, what he's going through. So she has a different type of understanding. Because, you know, that's a whole nother ball game. But, you know, just an opportunity for us to, you know, teach each other and learn from each other. Or, like, you, for me personally, I, I don't. I, I, how do I say this without sounding like an asshole? I have dated outside my race. I've dated, like, I've, when I say dated, I'm talking about, like, dates and slept with, all that type of stuff. I'm not just saying just relationships. I've messed with Asian girls. I've messed with one white girl in my life, I think. I messed with Spanish girls, all types of shit. But my, um, the truth of the matter is, if I'm keeping it a buck, I, I don't see myself being married to. Or ending up with somebody that's not black. Like, I see myself just being with a black woman. That's just me, personally. Because mm-hmm. even when I was messing with other races, it was just like, it was cool. It was cool for what it was. But it's just something about a black woman that feel like home. You know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. ain't yeah. nothing like a strong black woman at your back supporting you. You know what I'm saying? For me, at least. Word. Yeah, I was gonna say they but, all annoy you at the same time, the same way, bro. So it's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they'll, they'll always be my top choice. I, I, will, I will say that. Black men, I'm sorry. Where protect black women. What type protect of niggas you black into? Queens. Mm. Like, what's your ideal type of nigga? Black, of course. 
Um, I'm really you like short niggas. No, damn. No, I was talked to a, a, a short nigga before. That was the funniest thing ever. But mm-hmm. why, why was it funny? Because he was short. But it was. It's not just that. Like, cause I respect people, but it was just that his confidence and stuff was there. The it, short was, it was there. Yeah, you know we a proud kind man. It was crazy, but my type of man, I really like educated, um, well put together men. Like, and it's crazy because it's like I like the sophisticated side mixed with the hood nigga side mixed with you know Oh, okay. Thug Mixed with you know that romanticness, thug. like you know when to switch shit off and on. You get what I'm saying? And I love, like, I love black men as a whole. But I love me a dark skin man, brown skin man, dark skin man. You know, yes. Are nice you rubbing your chest for the dark skin part? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna tell you, Dre. <laughs> What she talking about? You're she was talking more like. Yeah, but like just. Men is like a man that's very smart and got a plan. Like that shit is eternal for me. Like that gets me horny when you show that is a eternal for me. So, all right. In the vein of that, what I one thing I was thinking about the other day, because I always say this to them all the time. Like now, I just turned thirty this year. I'm thirty years old now. Welcome, welcome. At thirty, I always told them I did a lot. In my life Sexually right I'm I'm open to most things I got two things I draw hard lines on Shut down All the time That's be fully Tied up And Anything concerning my butt I'm not with it Those two things I draw the line on Anything else We could get freaky How you wanna get down Know what I'm saying But Do you feel like You have Reached a level the way you know yourself sexually like you know other things you into and you not gonna do you will your wants all that shit because i feel like me that was a goal of mine and i reached that i know everything about my goal was by the time i was 30 i want to know everything i'm gonna do and everything i'm not gonna do so i tried a lot of shit yeah, I came on the podcast episode one Told the nigga I tried to eat ass one time <laughs> It's different <laughs> but, but Like I, I know all the things I will and won't do So are, do you feel like you're there Or you still got some exploring to do For the most part um, I feel like I feel I'm there for the most part Like for the most part, it's still a couple things I want to try, but I know for me personally, I'm very, well, I've learned a lot about myself. Like, I take time to learn myself and know that I'm a low key sexaholic. So, I've heard you say that on your show. Yes, I really am. But it's like not just fucking around with different people. Like, see, that's the difference. Like, a lot of people think they hear you say that and they think, oh, you must No, I'm talking about people I actually fuck with. Like, I'm actually fucking with that person, but I like to try new things. So for me, I think sex is art. So I think you should try different things. Like, I just recently tried eating a nigga ass. And I'm very open about nah, that. Nah, see, that's, <laughs> nah. That's the way I draw the line. I told you. Like... It's a different type of maturity. It really is. People out here doing wild shit. So it's, it's niggas not, out listen, here. With listen, legs but this up is how. No, no, no. But this is how I feel. I feel like if a man could do it, a woman could do it also. So the same way as a female, some females want a man to eat their ass. Like you want your ass eaten. How you propose that? You could do the same thing. Did he say it with no, words? No, I or actually. His ass I actually did that. You ain't asked him. I did. 
And he said, yeah? And he was skeptical. Of course, he like, nah, what the fuck? Like, so what he held do? his legs up in the air. No, he didn't. He was on all I made force? him feel comfortable. So like, mm. I had him turn around. I sucked his dick from the back. So you and made him bend over? <laughs> yeah, like, listen. <laughs> listen. It's not as bad as you think. think. I feel like it's sex. Like, I feel like it's sex. So, like, I'm not judging try. no nigga that like what he like. Oh, I'm just, shit. I can't see myself doing it. I, I can't. It's different. Like, I feel like you have to, but it depends on the bond with that person, too. Because I don't think he would have sit there and let nobody else sit there and do that to him. But because we really fucked with each other and we were fucking with each other. Like, that's yeah, somebody. but now you know that. Like, you know that about this nigga. Yeah, I would never use that again. Now, nah, would he let anybody else do it? I don't know. No, because nah, my thing is, but, you saying that now, like, oh, I would never use that against him. But imagine he do some shit that violates you and you are tight. That ain't flying out your mouth first? I'm not going to sit there and do that. That's one thing about me. Like, I'm not, I don't, yeah, I don't do that against people. I, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, Solid. I know what the fuck I did. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's going to always fuck with the nigga because he knows. So he don't even got to say nothing. That nigga knows. Like, come on, nigga. right now. You talking about it right now. No, I oh trust me before I do these things on my podcast I run into people like I'm about to talk about that how do you yeah, feel? Yeah, we ain't it? saying no names. You feel yeah, yeah, and I don't name drop. But like I said, that's a different type of level of stuff. And even down to like I even try like you know females we like getting our toes sucked and stuff. This is the same nigga. I done had a whole like, foot in my mouth. I'm cool. This yeah, is the same cool nigga. Shit. And I have like literally sucked his toes while reverse cowgirl style. Wait, you sucked his toes while yes. you was riding him reverse? Yes. You a freak, my nigga. It's and like you have to get some, you, you have to shit. have that relationship with people. Like, yo, we gotta revisit some things. After I had the my toes sucked before. It wasn't. I didn't like it. Well, I mean, he probably was like uncomfortable too. But then at that time, it's like okay, like it's something different. You gotta. Really I got. Have a t- I got. I'm really, really ticklish with my feet, so I couldn't enjoy right. the sensation. Like I'm ridiculously ticklish. So like you touch it. Like I'm just picturing reverse oh, cowgirl yeah. and that, cause my situation was different. It was more like a head situation. She just went down, came back up. So it's just like that's cool. But like I'm thinking reverse cowgirl, I'll probably kick you in your face with some wild shit. You do that. <laughs> you do that. Like shit. I said, it's just the the comfortness, and then I'm goofy too. So it's like the relationship and the bond that we had. It was like. I would do like little dumb shit. Like, don't judge me. Like, we'll lay there. And I'll like lick his underarm and shit. Like, I'll just do dumb shit. Because it's like, I, you know, it's, you feel comfortable. It's action. Like, I've had had that shit too, bro. That shit is just. Would you say that's the freakiest thing you did? Wow, shit. I still got stuff that I want to do. I did the tie up. I did um, with an ex. I actually used to be into like knives and shit. So with the whole tie up and shit like that, I actually Wait, she cut said him. Knives? She said knives. Yeah. She said knives. Yeah. yeah. I actually too, cut him. So I just try to refrain from that because not everybody's what into you, that. How you cut? Like explain that to me. All right. So my thing was like when I do it, like I want it to be in total control so even though you were tied up i like being i'm very dominant i'm a dominant female so that whole oh i'll let you take charge yeah, i, I guess like from time to time but i'm more dominant so <laughs> i had the knife and i'm playing and i'm going like this while i was on top but i actually cut him so oh you're doing that it's like the same thing with the whip they just rub it on your do yeah, like a so S. i just i left it alone now. some girls draw yeah, like they cut names them. yeah he still got right the mark we still fuck. He wasn't leaving me. <laughs> no, I mean like right there. Did oh yeah. Fuck we, right after you he's cut him? not gonna not fuck. Like you don't. I don't, I don't think a nigga that that's into all this shit is scared of a little cut, bro. 
it, I don't think he'll just be right. like, yeah, I'm out of here. But let me get to y'all motherfuckers, because y'all not going to skip this question. Do y'all think that y'all, hey, where y'all at in life now, have... Hey, are y'all at the point where y'all think y'all know all y'all do's and don'ts, y'all wills and won'ts, or y'all still got some exploring to do? At 30 and almost 30. <laughs> uh, I've been a nasty nigga since young. Uh, <laughs> I know, know Drake. You got your ass ate before? Huh? You got your ass ate before? Nah, I never had my ass ate. It's okay if you did. You nah, I never, never. Nah, you the toast. He would I keep. I always tell the story. Like the third time I met this nigga, walked in his house. He go, yo, I ate ass right here. This is the first words he said to me, and I was like, at least thank you. I feel like that's important, but nah, there's definitely still a lot of things that I wanna get done. Um, like what? I, I mean, what, you, what I want to do, like but nah, I want to honestly, mm. I want to do anal successfully. Oh, that's great! <laughs> that's great! I know you, you, my man, you, my man, because I was like, what the fuck, you mean you want to do anal? Nah, that's real shit. Oh, I know. No, that's that's great. Nah, bro, bro, bro. No, I get that. When we originally, we immediately went, yo, this nigga tripping. Remember, we said we trying to like really let you get your shit off without interrupting you. So when you said I'm trying to do anal, you paused. So I was like. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. But yeah, nah. That that's really it. The, uh, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Where you said anal? I said that that's great because I've had that before. So I'm just like, okay. what you mean had it? Like she's done, it, done it to you? So yeah, who I'm doing? Yo, you ever pegged a nigga? No, that. I have not. Oh, okay. No, but like when he said anal, I said that that's that's good because. In the first thought of, you know, losing your virginity, a lot of people just, you know, get it, you know, you lose it through, you know, a nigga fucking between you, whatever, in your vagina. I got it both. The same so day? I was getting, yes, I was getting fucked. I lost my virginity to my best friend. So it was like, it was comfortable too. Like, I felt very and comfortable. And he, comfortable. And you let and him fuck my and my eyes. Yeah. The first time. The first time what? The first time having sex, you just did all that. Yeah, definitely. And it was, it was very different. Very, very different. But we was so she a soldier, sir. We was very cool. It was different. Like I'm not gonna say it was easy to sit there and say no, because you're losing your virginity, but then you also losing it in two different places. That's like very, you know, so lot. But it was cool. And yeah. after that, like we fucked with each other. It just became a constant thing. So. What What is on your to do list? Just you were saying you. just anal. Yeah, man. I, just I, don't know if you, I don't know if you said anything after that because I, I, I had to yeah, process the anal part. Um, I want to do like the the dominatrix shit, the whips and all of that. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah, try. See, I want to try that one I'm time. I'm cool with all that. My only restriction is I gotta have one arm free at all times. I'm not with complete submission. I need one arm free because if you turn out to be crazy in this moment, I need to be able to at least. Quick jab, something gets you off. <laughs> like I, I can't just give up complete control. I have a real fear of being giving up complete control. It's probably because I got dreams of niggas busting in my crib and trying to rob me. We lived a different life back in the day, so I got paranoid. I'm paranoid about a lot of things, but shit like that is why I'm like, nah. I need to be able to get get busy if shit go left. Uh, what about you, my G? You got any weird? Fetishes and things you want to try for, before. For a while, I was against the. Well, I still want to do, like, have anal sex with a shorty. I haven't done that yet. Successfully. Oh, okay. Successfully. Um, like I've tried 
and it just didn't work out but i want to do that i'm never ever getting tied up partially fully none of that i'm not doing that but i'll tie you up like i've done handcuffs before i've done um i've done like a, a tie i've done all of that before so that's fine it's just like like i said uh, me getting tied up uh, i'm big on the paranoia with him like my thing is you could tie my one arm up and then like three of y'all rush me and y'all got me like I'm just <laughs> I'm just fucked up that way But it's cool Like you know what I'm saying I, I never take anything away from anybody that's doing that shit I actually think it's fun to look at But I, I wouldn't But I've done everything else And I've been flirting with the idea of eating ass lately too So I think I'm getting more mature Hey man go for it Go for it I've, I've, I had the opportunity And right when I said it I was like Nah these niggas gonna laugh at me <laughs> So I just stopped like it literally was like i mean try what you nah, want to try. try like because i feel like at one point i was like eat ass niggas do that i'm like why would a nigga want to eat a female ass like until i had it done i was like oh this shit is real fun like so. how'd you enjoy the eating ass thing like you ate the nigga ass how do you enjoy it oh it was fun because i know i have um total control and i know how i can make you feel oh that nigga was bent over for real too so <laughs> and he's a real like yeah Hood nigga, but it's like at the same yeah. time, it's like you know, you think, yeah, very masculine. It do be them, yeah. Them niggas be doing some oh, wild different. shit. I think he gonna always remember that. He should, he should, he should. <laughs> what it tastes like, though, no homo. <laughs> no, 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 I always tell you, no, it tastes I like always, flesh. It tastes like there, like there was time, there was a point where we could have just moved, like you didn't have to ask. Her. <laughs> what did it taste like? Yeah. No, but well, she did like, say what he said because he always said that it tastes like flesh, yeah. So she said, I told these niggas, lick your arm, that's yeah, all it is to it. Nah, you trust niggas way more than I do. What? All right. Let's move a little bit. Uh, all right, I got a question for you, Nisha. I was watching your show. Uh huh. I don't know what episode it was, but it was definitely in season two. Okay. And you asked a question. You was you was like, uh, "Why are men so entitled oh, yeah. in relationships?" That was the one. So what you mean? What did you mean by entitled? That's what I wanted to ask you first of all, and then I got a follow up question to that. Hey, I feel like a lot of men are very entitled. Like you feel like just because you took a shorty out on a date or y'all sit in each other's face or whatever that you have to fuck. And I don't agree with that. Because though I'm very, you know, I'm very like I said, I've been like, you know, very sexual very sexual, whatever. I'm not like that with everybody, you feel me? And just cause I sit in front of you don't mean that. And I think that's what people get confused. Men are very, they feel like, oh, she got to do this, she got to know. Y'all very entitled. I, I done went to somebody's house and then he's like, oh, let's have game night. Okay, let's have game night. And we went, we played games or whatever, and we watched Netflix. And they thought that they was going to kill because you invited me over for game night and I slept. I said, no, what you should have said was you wanted to fuck even though I wasn't going to let you fuck. We grown. State that. So what I came over there for was game night. And I slept in yeah. your bed and I left in the morning. If he said... Come over so I could fuck And you decided no Would you Would you still went No Cause I said no Okay I I think niggas Would just roll a dice And try anyway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah yeah I feel like any nigga In that situation Was gonna try Yeah of course Of course he's still a man But You can say Oh you You teasing me Or you um Let me I didn't need you on I came over there For a game night Well yeah That was his like, fault 
Like one of my biggest quotes in life is Oh state your terms and conditions At the beginning of this situation So we know what it is Cause once I'm in this contract Ain't no changing it So I understand that But my rebuttal to that is I completely understand where you're coming from. A lot of men are entitled. A lot of men do feel like, yo, just because I took her out on a couple dates or whatever, I'm entitled to fuck. I never go in, into anything with any, with any of those expectations, personally. Right. Like, I'm almost every time I take a woman out, I go with the expectation that I'm not going to have sex. Mm-hmm. Because just because I may be attracted to her or just because I'm taking her somewhere don't mean she going to want to be on that type of time. Mm-hmm. And it works out better for me because when she do decide to just let it out, it's like... I'm lit now I, just, I mean I always come prepared For the occasion But I don't Expect anything Especially in this time And ever You never want to make Nobody feel uncomfortable But My thing to you is Now that we got a female here You can maybe answer for this Why is it that Women feel so entitled Because a lot of y'all feel like Y'all feel entitled To a lot of shit In my opinion Y'all Such feel as. like Y'all feel like If Like my biggest gripe, and I always say this, I hate the fact that there are so many women out here who are not on a certain level who feel like, yo, if my nigga ain't got good credit, ain't got a crib, ain't got a car, ain't got all these things, but you got none of these things yourself, but you want a nigga with all that shit. How, what the fuck are you bringing to the table for me, for you to even have the nerve to request? And I'm not saying people shouldn't have standards. Everybody's allowed to have standards and preferences, but in that situation, it seems like he's coming to save you. I know I'm not doing that. I'm not saving no female. I'm sorry. You gotta bring something to this table. Cause if I gotta bring, if I gotta build the table and bring the food to it, what the fuck I need you for? Personally. Um. Okay. So to answer that, it could be two things that females are thinking about. First of all, I'm gonna say this. It's a very. Um. I mean, y'all co- correct me if I'm wrong. It's a lack of men now. What that means is day and age. So it's not a lot of men that's out here being men. You get what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. you have a lot yeah. of men that are weak. I don't see men. I used to see men back in the days helping women up the stairs with the stroller or carrying the bags. Men are not doing that no more. Men are not holding doors like that no more. So it's a, very, it's a lack of men. That's what I would say. But as far as that, it's two things social media and. Back in the days, you hear that, you know, women were able to stay home and just take care of the house and the kids. And there were men that were willing to sit, sit there and step up and be men and go to work and make sure she was good and was the protector and came and did this and that. So they're looking at that. But also social media is what's fucking a lot of people head up. So you have a lot of girls that's like, oh, he got to buy me a Birkin or he got to do this and that for me or he got to drive this. Cause social media. Me personally, I want to have my own because I never want a man to sit there and say he did for me. And I know that if he was to leave today, I have nothing to stand for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I work hard for myself. Like, I went to college. I got a degree and all that. I do that for myself. I'm working for myself. I want my man to have also. So I feel like some females, I feel like we want a man to bring something to the table and be that man and be that guy and step in for all those who haven't. But at the same time, I feel like we should bring something to the table. Like, in the beginning, this is just me personally. Like, if we go on a date in the beginning, we should pay. Definitely. First, I'm 100% on both. Two, three times, right? After that, I have no problem splitting the bill or whatever. It is what it is. For me, let me say this straight off the bat, and this is just, you know, for any future reference for anybody listening. I... My my thought process is always going to be the same. I was raised as a man. If I ask for a woman's time and attention, like I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm a hundred percent a believer that time is money. So I can't sit here and ask for your time. You could be doing whatever to spend with me and be like, oh, but yeah, you gotta pay with me. No, of course, if I'm asking for your time and I'm asking for you to come chill with me, I'm gonna pay. But I feel like sometimes, like my thing is, I don't like the entitlement that come with it. I always tell a story by the time I went out with a shorty, and. This is our first date. I invited her out. I'm like, yo, come on, let's go out. We went out to eat. And she's literally at the thing talking about, well, if you're going to fuck with me, we have not, we haven't had sex. We haven't had kiss. This is literally our first time chilling. Mm -hmm. And she's like, if you're going to fuck with me, you're going to have to make sure my nails is done every week. <laughs> you're going to have to make sure this and the third. Yada, 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 yada. She started talking all of that. I, I, I did some real shit. I went to the front, paid for my food, and I dipped. I'm out. Because... Like, <clears throat> even if the, even if that's the shit you require, you ain't even get to know nothing about me before you started making requests and demands. That was like, nah, you wildin'. And then when I left, Shorty's like, yo, how could you leave? Da da da. I ain't got no money, and you ain't got no money. <laughs> what happened to the days of my mom's grew up, and she always tell me I was always taught, even if I'm going out with a nigga, I'm always gonna make sure I got money on mm -hmm. me just in case. Right. Never know what happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. What happened to that? She came outside with nothing. That's the way she fucked up, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't, like I, I, I just don't like that. But what, what y'all feel about this situation? Stays where you at with it? I mean, personally, bro. Like, I'm the same way. We was raised to do what we need to do in these situations. I don't never, I don't ever like look for women to do anything on like on dates. Cause I was taught like you hold that down anyway, right? Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's when the yapping getting, like you start saying all of these wild shit, like all this wild shit about you gotta do this, you gotta. I don't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And you can go about your business if that's the expectation from me, cause I ain't got it. So I can't. And I'm not saying that like how we normally say I ain't got it. It's just like nigga, I ain't got it for you to expect that from me, if especially if we ain't on that type of time. And it, I don't know if you bringing that like type of lifestyle from before, but I kind of like when a female do it because then it just lets me know where I'm at. With like I know where I'm at with her. I know like this is what you requesting. I can't do it. Let's just end this now, right? That's just me. What about you, Dre? How you feel about the entitlement on both parts, from men and from women? Um. I think that was a good point that she brought up about men being in, being inside. I never thought about it thought about it that way. So I know a lot of niggas that are entitled, and I think we should I think we should stop that way of thinking. Um, also, with on the female side with the entitlement, I used to view it as entitlement, but at the end of the day, you really can't tell somebody like what they want, what they need, what they deserve. So she has a criteria that you have a certain credit score. And you got this big paying job or whatever the case may be. That's her prerogative. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. It may take a long time for her to, you know, find that and to be able to f fulfill that. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna down you because, you know, saying you're entitled. But at at the same time, you better make sure that you do have your own shit at the end of the day. Cause ain't no nigga gonna come and just, you know, what I'm saying, just be taking care of you. Like you gotta bring something to the table as well. 
So I feel like in this day and age with social media and all of that, there's a lot of that going on where they're requesting these big, these um, you know, these big attributes, and you're not bringing nothing to the table, and that's where the problem comes in. That's where you get a lot of niggas upset and shit like that. Like for me, I don't, I don't. Like I said, I agree with, I agree with you on this social media thing. I think social media played a big part in the downfall of relationships as a whole. I feel like relationships don't even handle the same because I think we talked about it on one of our last episodes. How everybody just fronting for the gram, like everybody trying to even, even with their relationship, they trying to front like they happy, like instead of doing the work to fix the shit, they rather be on Instagram looking like they shit together instead of really being at home fixing they shit. Like I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't like that, and I'm, I'm never gonna knock nobody for having standards or feeling like they have certain shit. Cause I got certain shit that I'm not gonna budge on that I want from a woman that I plan on spending the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. But I also put the things that I want in reality. For me, I feel like I base my shit on reality. I'm not asking for a lot. I'm not asking you to have your shit all the way together. I'm not asking you to make. A certain amount of year I'm not asking you to Have All these different accolades All I'm asking you To love me Fuck with me Of 100 And be ambitious Enough to when Shit get Left We both gonna grind And make sure we good together That's all I really ask for And if you can show me that Then I'm cool But it's, it's the Some people it's Some women that feel like A man A man should be a man In my opinion A man should provide That's how I was raised I always knew Like when I got married I'm gonna provide And take care of my wife But I also feel like you gotta get to the point to show me that me taking care of you ain't one-sided. Cause just even if I'm holding it down financially, you're still supposed to hold it down in some way. And I feel like just like how men lost how to be men, I feel like women lost how to be women. Too. Absolutely. Some women feel like as long as I'm fucking you and bringing pussy to the table, I'm good. And that's not it. Like sometimes a nigga need you to hold me down. Sometimes I need that. I need to come home and feel like yo, you got my back. Sometimes I need that you to just. Let me lay here, hold hold you, and just like know like all the stresses of my day don't matter when I'm here. It don't gotta be financial. It could be emotional, it could be intellectual. I just need to know that you got me. And a lot of women don't feel like that because if they feel like you ain't supplying them with enough financial backing, they can't they can't even support you in those ways. And you don't realize doing that'll make a nigga, even if he not up yet. That'll motivate him to want to get up because he want to give you the world. Cause I know that's how I am. I ain't all the way up yet. I'm not bad, but I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But guess what? At the end of the day, if I find that girl that's good, I know gonna ride with me and be down with me and definitely hold me down and push me, I'm gonna go to hell and back to make sure I could treat her like the queen she deserved to be. But that's me. <laughs> Yo. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. <laughs> Did the rules for booty call hours change? Um, the reason I'm asking is right. It used to be. After a certain time, it's an unspoken contractual agreement that we can say whatever the fuck we want to say. We going over there, or you coming over here for i.e. game night, whatever. You can say that. But we know that after these hours, nothing good happens. Like for me, it's after 12. What's the booty call hours for? <laughs> 12. Me, I would say like when to, because I'm up all the time. All right. So. Oh, for me, booty call hours? Yeah. After 11. All right. I'm old, bro. 
So it's to my understanding, I was that after this amount, this allotted time, anything after that, we know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. What the fuck happened when females are still think, yo, I'm coming over there at one, two in the morning, and <laughs> nothing? Like, did it? Was it changed? Like again, you could come over here. I don't have to force myself on you. Let's just get that out now. I don't expect sex. I don't deserve sex. I don't feel entitled to sex. Like these, I just want these things to be said, right? However, to my knowledge, it was an understanding that if you come over here past twelve o'clock, something sexual should happen. Not will. Not, not really should either But it was to understanding that that happens right? Yeah, that it was likely <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. Um, sex was likely to happen When did that change? Because women out here are wild I think as a woman like as Because like you said Not everybody always want to fuck So I think it just got to the point where it's like If I come over there If we fucking be fucking we not we not So it's like I should be able to If I come to your crib at like 12 o'clock We not fucking I just want to see you I just want to Share with you And I think that's something Like some women They just want to be around you You know what I'm saying We don't have to fuck I just want to be around you Is it fair though For you to come to my crib At one in the morning When that social contract For years <laughs> Before we was even born That just was out I there. feel like it's You know what I'm a <laughs> Alright So I'm gonna be honest So it's not fair And why I'm gonna say It's not fair Is because If we not gonna do it And I'm sitting there And gonna be around you Nick, you're a guy, so y'all dicks get hard. Like you know, people get in that moment, and I had to, I had to realize that because I went to somebody house before, and I'm just like, if I'm, if I'm not gonna fuck, I'm not gonna fuck. But I also know, like, if we go in there, we laying down, it's hard for you. See, for me, I could, I could lay there, I'll be fine and just relax. But guys, I had to realize. It's hard for them a lot of times because they're trying to hold their self together. You laying there, going to sleep with your fucking panties and bra on next to them. It's not as easy. So I just stop all let that. Me, let, me, let me help further clarify. My dick get hard at 3 in the afternoon as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> But it's much different if so, you laying in the bed next to somebody at no, a certain no, you, time. You can lay in the same bed at 3. And it's the same result. Uh -huh. What I'm saying is after... At three in the afternoon, I'm not. It's not likely to happen. Like, uh -huh. yo, we just chilling. She came over here for game night. It's I'm a man. Shit get rocked. However, though, at twelve, at three a.m. Yeah, at three a.m. Now, and you got to my crib. Mm -hmm. We now on a a different level of understanding mm -hmm. with what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Why are you here if you know that's not gonna happen at three in the morning? Like I said, sometimes females just want to be around you. Can you be around me at three in the afternoon? With but she want to spend the night. Nah. See, she <laughs> wants. See, that's the thing. Men are entitled because you felt like because she came at that time because that is but booty wait, call. I was you I had to fuck. Am I entitled for the current status quo? Listen, I don't. I not to cut any one of y'all off. I don't think he's entitled in this. I think he's living in what we were raised as it was. Like but that now was that was the social. I'm not saying it hasn't it's changed, but that was the social construct that we grew up in. The social construct we grew up in was, yo, listen, if it's before midnight, let's just say to, to round it out, midnight, then yo, she probably coming through. She could chill, whatever. Also, it ain't even just about the time. A shorty could. Pull, I've had shorties pull up at, at me at 3 a.m. and then it's like they come 3 a.m. and they were like, yo, let's just sit on the stoop and talk. That's very different. Mm -hmm. 
Don't pull up to my crib 3 a.m., take all your clothes off, get in my bed, and I'm gonna go, yeah, but we not fucking. You could have not came. It's almost <laughs> no, but the let next me, day. But let me clarify. It's almost the next day. But let me day. clarify, because not all females want to fuck all the time. Sometimes it's just wanting to be around you. you and I understand saying? that. You could have came at 9 Okay, but what if she want to spend the night? No, no, no. What if she wanted to spend the night? 58. It's after... There's a name for this shit. We didn't invent it. It's called no. booty call hours. It's No. So you coming to my crib at booty call hours, mm-hmm. whenever that may be for the individual. Mm-hmm. For us, we explain our times, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. If you come to my crib during booty call hours, am I wrong to expect booty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Yes. Because it, well, it depends on your relationship with that person now. Because if that's just somebody you fucking... Now it's different because it's like, all right, you come here at this time, we're gonna fuck. But if it's somebody that you really got that bond with, she might just want to really be around you and just See, spend the you, night. You took it to a different level. When you got a that's girlfriend, girlfriend, that's no, that's not booty call hours. But that's not a boy, that's not your girlfriend. But you said somebody really fucking with. If you fuck with, that don't mean that come you're dating them. I can fuck with you. Come on, come on, come on. That don't mean I'm dating. No, but that's you real shit. You be fucking with one nigga hard. That's not uh-huh. your boyfriend. That's Go not my fuck nigga. with another nigga and see if he don't try to knock your fucking head off. <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> boyfriend, that? girlfriend, booty call hours don't exist. Cause I can go to my girl crib at four in the morning and just lay there. That's my girl. Some people really just want to be around you. That's all I can say. As some females, I can wake up tomorrow. Hit that. That's, but that's some my girl. females just want to be around you. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you, brothers. Y'all, y'all right, but y'all wrong. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's right, the thing I don't like. That's why I'm glad it, you're here because I'm getting these questions off. <laughs> nah, at the end of the day, it don't matter. It don't matter what time of the day it is. It don't. It don't matter if you hard. It don't matter if she wet. If she not wet. If she come over there, and she just want to chill. How you that's, know she wet? That's just what it is. I'm not talking about that. Of course, that's what it is. We can. You're talking about coming in at a certain time. Booty call hours, but if she fuck with you, she wanna just come over and lay there. I'm talking about if it's fair that you will come. That that means you're entitled. Am I am I entitled for the actual state of the currency? Okay. Yes, you are. Yes, you you are. You come to my crib during booty call hours. If I'm not a poor to squeeze your ass. Okay, so you but you are entitled. That's judge. right. No, that's entitlement. <laughs> that's entitlement. That's in my argument in front of the that's court. Yo, judge, it was one in the morning, bro. She came over with the matching bra panty set. Black women don't have a whole drawer full of matching bra panty set. That means she planned this shit out. <laughs> she expected this to be seen. Word. She came over here matching. Tell me you 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 always match. Tell me. No, I don't. Exactly. Match. I don't. But when you go to a nigga crib, you try your best to. Yes, I do. Exactly. So that means you put effort into your but thought. But then again, <laughs> but you know, but then again, it's like sometimes she just want to be around you, like I said. So it's entitled. Okay, let me, okay, okay. I'm going to sit there and say my side of that because I've been in a situation like that when I went to that person. I'm like, we're not going to fuck. But I also what know what it? I'm doing. I know what, what I'm doing. What time was it? It was at 12. See? See? But I also but I also know what I'm doing because I'm not going to lie, ladies. We are sneaky. We know what we be doing a lot of times. Because I went over there and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to lay there. And I know he going to be hard, but I just want to lay and be around him. You feel me? Yeah, but so what I do is no. I undress in front of you and I'm not going to wear panties and bras on purpose. Here's my, here's my middle ground on this. You could come at 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Oh, that's fine. Sit your ass on the couch. We not going to the bedroom. Don't take your clothes off. 
We gonna sit here, we can watch movies, we can do whatever. See, that's if you wanna lay, fall asleep in your fucking ugly ass sweater and your leggings, don't like don't 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 take your shit off. Like Bro, we're not make, saying that we deserve the ass. We just saying that's not fair for you to come over during booty call hours and get upset when we want booty. All right, so I got a question. And you say no. That's all I'm saying. Is it fair? All right, so I got a question. So if she come at like 9 o'clock, right? In the morning? But she, No, at 9 night. p.m. 9 p.m. But she stays sitting. So you saying at a certain time you kicking her out if she come at 9 o'clock? No, because no, she no, came no. at 9. So what the fuck is the difference? Nine is no, the difference no, when no. you arrive at my place. So listen, listen. I don't know. 9 means she got there. We could have had plans to hang out, chill, watch a movie, and it got late, and she decided to stay or for safety. Sleep. That's different. I'm not going to kick no woman out. And I'm also, if, if you're not in a position to get home that late, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to be like, yo, you can stay, sleep. If you yeah. want me to sleep on the couch, that's I'll sleep cool on the couch. Shit. If you want to sleep in the bed, that's cool. That's cool I'll make shit. sure you get home in the morning. That's what real niggas do. Mm-hmm. But when you come over here at, at 12, one, two, 1 in the morning, Unless, unless, to me, unless it's like a situation, like you say, you fuck with shorty heavy or whatever, and she coming from a party or something, and she's just like, yo, you are faster than going home, or I just feel, even, or even, not even just that, maybe she just drunk, and she feel like, I just want to be around you, because I'm very big on, I don't like to mess with girls, like, when they pissy drunk, like, yeah. you could come to my crib, I'm gonna come, make sure you throw up in the bathroom, undress you, put t-shirt on you, whatever, put you in the bed, make sure you good. That's very different, but don't come over here fully sober or some. I just wanted to see you at three o'clock. Cause if I, you text me, I just want to see you at three a.m. I, I heard up you want to suck dick. That's what oh, I heard. Wow. <laughs> see what I'm saying about the spectrum? We be, <laughs> yo, we be on two different type of yo. Yeah. <laughs> to put all of this to bed, I'm not. I agree with him. My okay, shit, I get it. My shit it had nothing to do with none of those scenarios. <laughs> my shit is you in your house mm-hmm. and looked at the time. You asked me what I'm doing. I said nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna come over there. It's one in the morning. Yo, what you coming over here for? It's one in the morning. Now nah, I'm gonna just hop in the Uber. Okay. Now I'm cleaning up. I'm gonna go hop in the shower because you ain't gonna leave your house. Where your bed is at to come in the next nigga bed because you want to see me at one in the morning. You want to cuddle? You want to cuddle? All right, so you know what you're doing. I'm just asking for you to say it's not fair. Okay, I'll say it's not fair. Thank you. I'll say it's not fair. All right, well. (laughs) We uh, we went off the rails a little bit. We went off the rails a little bit. But what I will say is this. I'm glad you came because the way we kind of do things here at the So His Thing podcast, when we have a guest, we like to have a conversation first just so our audience get to know you, get a get a feel for your personality. But now we're going to transition into the portion where, you know, we, we let niggas really get to know who you are. So, Nisha, tell us about yourself. Tell us about your experiences. Also, tell us how you got into podcasting. Make sure y'all go check out the, the Sipping Fact Shoes podcast. Uh... What, what inspired you to get into podcasting? How did you get in and how long you been in it? You know. All right. So, hey, I'm Nisha. <laughs> but, um, you said just a little bit about myself. Yeah, tell us oh, about I'm 24. First. I'm from Brooklyn, Crown Heights, you know. Um, what else? I'm a Pisces. 
Hey. Um, when's your birthday? March 18th. Oh, mine's March 16th. Let's go. I hate Pisces. 24th. Anyway. They hate your ass too. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a college graduate. HBCU, um, right? HBCU, Virginia University, MassCom. Oh, shit. Oh, no degree. Um, I work for the state right now, for the Department of Labor. No, I'm not helping people get through with certain situations. But, um, Look, we was going to talk about that off air. <laughs> you know, but um, that's it. No, that's good to know about you. Now tell me. <laughs> no, no, because we, not because there be moments you. like that. You like, okay, what do I really say? Like, yeah. So tell me. All right. So my my main question is. You started a podcast. What was your oh. main inspiration to start this podcast? Hey. How long have you been podcasting? Um, I just started this year. I started in April, and that was something different for me. I like talking. I went to school for mass communication. Like one thing about me is my voice and my mouth can always. That sound weird, but my voice and my mouth is always played a big part of me because I like talking. I like talking my shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? And people actually listen to me. That's that's the funny thing. I always knew that I could bring people in with whatever I talk about. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start a podcast talking my shit. And I'm gonna talk about sex and I'm gonna talk about different things that we go through on a daily and I want it to be for mature adults where people could you know it's a a space where everybody could be real and we could be very raw and we could talk about different experiences in life without people judging them because I'm big on that like I'm humble I don't care what people like to do what you do behind closed doors what you been through this and that like I don't care you feel me I don't judge nobody we gonna talk about what we gonna talk about we gonna get different insights you can help somebody out in different ways so I was like you know what? I'm gonna start a podcast I said that in January you never did it I was kind of scared I was kind of nervous like how I'm gonna do it somebody told me like yo just start You'll never be ready until you just start. So I just started in April, and I was just like, let's see how this goes. And season one was great. It was a learning experience, and then now we in season two doing better things. So So my follow-up question to that is, where do you see yourself and this podcast growing and going to in the next few years? Like, what's some of your future plans? I see it being a TV show, baby. I'm on somebody's TV with this. I'm gonna be talking my shit, and that's and that's a plan right now. So me looking into even like meeting with radio people and meeting with TV network, you know, just networking and seeing how I can get myself out there and you know working it up from the bottom. Cause I'm definitely gonna go big. I feel it. That's what's up. You definitely got the personality for it. Thanks. Um, also, uh, you, you like you said, you talk about sex quite a lot <laughs> and a lot of other things. How do you, like, what's your criteria for uh, choosing guests? Because you usually do have a lot of guests on or someone that you're doing the <clears throat> podcast with every episode. Um, I go off of... It depends on what the topic is on. So, like, for example, for my sex episodes, which is Friday Freak Nasty Friday, I choose people that I know is going to be open and very freaky or open to letting people know, like, what's going on in the bedroom. You feel me? Um, my Wednesdays is Word on the Street Wednesdays, so that was more for people who are like artists and comedians and this and that. So I go for different people that I've seen on social media or people I personally know, and I'm like, you know what? We all could. I feel like it's enough room for everybody to get on top. I feel like people need to stop being in a place where they like, or oh, if I make it, I'm gonna leave people down. No, we all can help each other out. Cause at the end of the day, when I go live with you, your followers are getting to know who I am. My followers are getting to know who you are, and that helps. We gotta get somewhere so it's like we help each other out in certain ways. 
That's a fact. That's a fact. And then I, I guess, I guess my uh, my final question, at least, is what is your uh, how do I word this? My bad. I like I had it and I kind of messed it up. <laughs> when you, when you, when you, when you created this podcast, right? I'm assuming you had a specific goal or a specific uh, idea for what it was gonna be. Has it maintained that and gone that direction, or has it been like a it flowed where it flowed and you kind of just rolling with the punches? Because I could tell from our experience, first of all, what we were 20 almost 30 episodes in mm-hmm. a year in of doing this now, we realized like I've recently found out we all had three different opinions on where this podcast was going, and then we kind of just. All of those different visions of where the podcast going ended up kind of like just melding into what we are now, and I love what we are. So my my question is like, has your journey been the same? Like whatever you envisioned for the podcast, has it gone that way or has it changed? And you kind of just went with the flow. It's actually changed because when I first did it, I wanted to talk about actual events that are going on in the world. So instead of just talking about sex, I wanted to do stuff about like um, politics and. Um, Religion and like just different stuff that we actually go through in the world. So season one kind of changed from that, and then now with season two is like Wednesdays is more like I'm actually interviewing people about stuff that they're actually doing. So it has nothing to do with that. It's either sex or helping people grow in their craft of whatever they're doing. So it's nothing that I really planned it out to be. It's the sex topics actually really took over most of the time. So. Nah, I, you know, lies be lit. I be in there. <laughs> lies yeah. be, I be in there. Yo, fellas, do y'all got any questions for Nisha? You kind of answered yeah, them. Yeah, you kind of answered mine. <laughs> I just know that I won't be a guest on that. I'm, oh, that, I told him that. Now. We, we, See, we, he we, don't we, talk to you We got some things in the works. We got some things in the works. I, I like to confirm things before I bring it to everybody. But we definitely got some things in the works. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can follow you. Okay, tell them all so the platforms you where can, they can reach follow you. me on Instagram at underscore the original Nani. The original what? Nani. N A N I. Got it, got it, got it. Are there any more platforms they can reach you on? Oh, no. Right now I'm just doing IG. So when you go in there, you go to my IG TV, you see other episodes of, you know, what we have going on. Um, season three is going to be different. So season three is going to be, I'm going to try to get it on like YouTube and other, you know, platforms, honestly. Got you, got you, got you. I appreciate you. Make sure y'all definitely go follow her at underscore the original. Yes, go follow me. Tune in to Freak Nasty Fridays. I'm telling y'all, it's lit in there. Word on the street Wednesdays is cool, but Freak Nasty Fridays is where it's at, bro. I'm telling y'all. Especially for the fellas out there. Go check that out. <laughs> but um And we're trying to get some more men up there too, so that would be great to have y'all. Oh no, for sure. We definitely gonna come up. We're gonna show love. But um it sounds like another one. Sound like another one. You know, uh I just wanna let you guys know. If you guys are interested in talking to us, reaching out to us, we definitely want to hear from y'all. We want to talk to y'all. We want to engage with y'all. So y'all can always hit us up. Uh, so here's the thing. Pod on Instagram or SHTT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And if social media ain't your thing, you can email us at so here's the thing at yahoo.com. Yeah, man. As always, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, see the theatrics, see the reactions, we on YouTube at So Here's the Thing Podcast. And then we're available on all audio um, streaming platforms um, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts at So Here's the Thing. And uh, yeah, it's another one, man. We out of here. It's your boy Dre. Signing your boy, Stizzy, boy.
Oh, bye, y'all. It's Nisha. Yo, it's two. We out of here. <laughs>